and did a lot of deflection, the individual did. A lot of deflection. Pretended he didn't know English. He must know enough English to have enough of D5 Caterpillar bulldozers coming in, some big trucks for dump trucks, a lot of soil, a lot of other things going on. So as time went on, this officer went back and told his chief about it. They asked him if he knew about it. Well, yeah, I heard, but I don't really know. Why, why, what do you know about it? I can tell you. This is what I saw today, and this is what I talked about. guy wouldn't give me his name or anything. He didn't understand what I was trying to say to him. But yet, like I said, there's a large fenced-in perimeter. I'm talking hundreds of acres, people. Hundreds of acres. Okay? Large fenced-in perimeter. A guard shack. Dogs. And people in khaki clothes. Okay? So... They're trying to tell you that they don't exist, that they're not out there. I want to tell you of one particular place that I do know of. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you the officer's name because eventually it's going to come out. But a year and a half ago, in the town of Newport, encroaching on somebody's private property, something's weird. I'd be asking, you know, I'd be asking questions if I was on patrol too. Not that you're encroaching on somebody's private property. It's your job as a police officer that if something looks suspicious or out of place, to protect the public. That's what you're there for, to protect the public. But it wasn't but a few weeks later, that officer calls up and goes, you're not going to believe this. I got called in off the road about a week and a half later, if I had the timeline right, and if I don't, I'll correct that. I come in off the road, and I see a couple of suits. My chief, and I say suits, so I don't mean to be derided. That's a police term we use for the feds. Okay? We call the feds the suits because they always show up in the suits most of the time. So he gets into the room, and uh, the chief says, Hey, you want to grab a seat? And the first thing this person says is, Uh-uh. No, not this is for me. And they all laughed. Said, well, it is for you, but you're not in trouble. He said, Well, I'll tell you what. You tell me who they are first, and then we'll talk. They identified themselves as the FBI, the ATF, and some other people. He goes, Okay, what's this all about? Well, we understand you went out and spoke to some people out that big site out there. What do you know? He goes, uh-uh. What do you know first before I talk to you? Okay? So, the officer knew more than what the agencies knew, what they led the police people know. Thought that was done in order, we left that alone. Now, I know the sheriff in that county. Good man. And I ran to him at a conference, at our sheriff's conference last month. They had brought in the FBI to come in and talk to us. And the FBI started out with domestic terrorism. Okay, think a lot, domestic terrorism, you know. Hmm. And who they started talking about? The right-wing patriot groups. Okay? Now, I'm going to catch some heat for this tomorrow, and I'm not worried about it. This is why I'm here to talk to you tonight. Okay? Because I'm not going to be one of those that's going to be shut down, put away, or hauled off. <laughs> and should that happen, it'll probably be on the news. <laughs> individual from the FBI, the head of it, uh, you know, gave a spiel about everything. And then I raised my hand and I said, are you aware of a large camp in the town of New Paul's in Ulster County? And the sheriff that I know over here also next to me goes, what? Just like that. 
I said, yeah, you didn't know there was a large camp in Newport. I said, I thought you, you know, these guys are here to tell you about, you know, so-called threats and domestic terrorism and outside terrorist threats. What? I said, yeah, Sheriff. I go, ask her, or ask him. And first thing he said was, uh, we'll talk about that after this conference, you know, after we're done here. I said, no. I said, well, I think the man has a right to know what's going on in this county. And then he asked me, how come you know so much? Then he, round out, he found out why I know so much. I won't disclose that right now because I want to keep that individual protected, okay? Upon talking to the feds that day, they admitted, yeah, we know about it. We know about it. We've checked it out. Okay. That was it. That was it. Doesn't sound like too much information being told, does it? Now, I'm not saying, I don't know where to with the news to run out and say, oh, Sheriff Carpenter last night in Utica at a, at a get-together said that there's a concentration camp down in New Paltz, New York. No, I did not say that. I just said that there is a large encampment down there that I'd be concerned with that should be brought to light. And I'll tell you one other thing that makes your curiosity rise a little bit. Why would a facility like that have 11,000-gallon fuel tanks buried in the ground? Okay. Why would they have the ability to have a large cafeteria feeding area and also to raise enough livestock on their property to be sustainable on their own? Just questions I'd want to, I'd want to know. Sure isn't a YMCA camp, folks, I'll tell you that. Okay? So what we're trying to do tonight is to, is to enlighten you and tell you go out and look at these things yourselves. The, the, the facts are out there when you go look. Don't rely upon the media to tell you everything. We know how that goes. Okay, so that was really interesting. And I wow. really appreciate Patty bringing that to my attention. Uh, on the ball. Wow. I'll tell you, she knows I haven't. I haven't been on the ball. I haven't been watching the news a lot, so I've been missing a bunch of stuff. But that's amazing uh, footage. Shot is that it's even more because I spent a couple hours. I had a lot of trouble downloading it. It just kept cutting out, cutting out. It's really strange. It was almost like the powers that be did not want me to copy that video. I mean, it took an act of Congress to get that video copied for this show. It took me hours. It should have took seconds. Mm-hmm. Okay, but uh, when I was mm-hmm. doing it, I. Uh, Went into this. Oh, and also, y'all, I linked the uh, entire video. It's on Rumble, and it is in the show's description. So if you want to go check that link out after the show, not before, then go check it out. But uh, I went and uh, I went to the link of the Rumble link, and I was actually looking through the comments of it, and I found some pretty interesting stuff. I'm trying to pull it up. I need one second. According to the comments, if you go by comments, which I do a lot, even though I know a lot of them are trolls, but you can tell. According to the mm-hmm. comments, it appears that this is a real facility from people. A lot of people that are living there, and uh, this one guy said, I've known about the camp since moving a friend out of there two years ago. Him and his partner and a young son were pretty much strong-armed out. It was the first time. Last house on the dirt road leading – and I'll give you all the address in a minute. Last house on the dirt road leading down to the wall kill. A couple of years after they bought the house, the walls and wires went up, and all sorts of heavy machinery started lining the road in from in from their house. 
Then they started noticing the Asian people in their jumpsuits. A few of them came by for creepy injections. They brought a white rabbit to give to their son, and it died the next day. Then they had – I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because that was awkward. Then they had a number of interactions that felt threatening, and with all the weirdness and chaos, they decided to move. Over the summer, after noticing all of the censorship in the media and big tech platforms and learning about all the COVID camp conspiracy theories, I decided to go investigate. Definitely looks creepy. Have yet to see one of the Asians in the gray jumpsuits around town. They must have this goods flown in or delivered. And then another comment that I found there was I live there. It's the most truth. It is the most truth that I've ever heard about this corrupt little university town, which has like 8,000 people. Mm-hmm. The college is involved with right. experimentation, and the town just gave the police $8 million to build a fortress. Now the entire town is bankrupt. And um, – I see where somebody else said something. Uh, okay, somebody put a, a real estate link, and it, they put, this is not bullshit. It's real. Go check it out. Drive down the dirt road until you reach the fence. So mm-hmm. I went and checked out, and other people had also wrote the same address or the same uh, directions on it. So I went and checked those out, and it appears that that the address is, uh, I guess, uh, from 163, I put a dash, 250. Uh, White Duck Road, New Paltz, New York, and it looks like if this is the right one, it's right on a river, and this is an amazing old or house. Now, the Google Earth isn't updated to it yet, so it's, it hasn't shown the – doesn't show the stuff since they bought it. It was for sale. The person that uh, posted this was uh, from the realtors, the pictures from the realtors. It was when it was for sale, but now it is not for sale. It's, I think – I want to say they bought it in 2019, but I'm not sure, but it was bought. And like I said, the Google update isn't showing up with the fencing and the watchtower yet. But I've got a – when I was actually looking over Google Earth before I got an address, that was an area that I'd actually zoned in on real close to. And so uh, that was kind of strange. But, yeah, the access to the water and everything mm-hmm. else, it was, it was real interesting. It's, it's a giant old uh, – very old it's like the most badass old house i've ever seen in my life it has like one of these giant wall uh old rock wall stoves you know ovens or i don't know what you would even call it like they had in the old days you know where you could, they were just huge right one of those in the whole wall wooden walls this giant barn and it's just the most uh, amazing it was like two and a, i think it was two and a half million dollars or something i guarantee if i mm-hmm. if i had two and a half million i'd have bought it so but anyway, so that's all I have for that on that. Uh, it's very interesting. So, uh, Russell, what do you got on that? And then we'll go to Joseph. Uh, well, <clears throat> from what uh, from what the sheriff was saying and uh, some of the comments and stuff like that and the uh, amount of acreage that was bought and uh, from what he's saying it was set up and that sort of thing, uh, that just sounds like a fob for operating base. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what it sounds like to me. So, uh, and, uh, it could be a detainment camp. Uh, I've said for the longest time, once the chaos starts, uh, the, uh, uh, Democrats will immediately scream for the UN and, uh, China's going to roll right in with them, and uh, uh, it's either for an operating base. Uh, from, I mean, it could be a detainment 
camp of some kind, but uh, from the buildings the sheriff was talking about and describing, it sounds more like a forward operating base, like they expect to be yeah, it uh, does. on the street soon. That's what I mm-hmm. think on it. Uh, what do you think, Joseph? I, well, I think the same thing because I have heard several places that are being set up like uh, already, and I wasn't for sure, but now hearing that confirms that they are preparing an encampment because you remember we talked about this a while back on our show that they're going to get ready for us. You know, the political fighters. And, and well, uh, the freedom fighters. Well, I, you know, I'm still kind. Of, I'm still kind of a different train thought on that. Uh, these mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> people in the administration and the deep state and stuff like that are so out for China. Uh, they think they're gonna have a seat at the table. Well, uh, China has. Uh, uh, absolutely no use for traders of any kind, and these people sold out mm-hmm. their own country. So uh, uh, I don't think they're going to be. Uh, I think they're going to uh, meet their demise soon on that. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, could be. You know, could it ties be. into some, it ties into some other stuff going on, but uh, we'll get to that in a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what do you think about all of it? It's definitely big enough to host a. Like an airfield and or you know other facilities definitely so it could be a forward operating base. I I could actually you know see in them as a place to plan all their operations and strategies. But uh, mm-hmm. that, that's that's a good point that you're making there. I could see that because this is a huge property, and it's also by a river as well, which never hurts. And if you remember, they they had that same mo on the one that Melissa had our eyes on in the uh, ISIS camp out. Towards Houston, they had the same thing by river, you know, in mm-hmm. the lots of trees by the yep. river, you know. Same thing up here in New Mexico right. and California. Well, you those, know, uh, those ISIS camps. Wait, one time. One go time, ahead. Joseph, go ahead. Just like with those training camps they had up here in California, New Mexico, if you remember. And everything that you know, those were by a river and out, you know, kind of out in the middle of nowhere. And so, but they also found one up in Texas, Houston, and up around by El Paso, Texas, as well. You know, so right. And I agree with Russell. I think you know, because China has bought a lot of land here in the United States. Even in Utah, they bought land after. You know, and everything. So, who knows? Yeah, uh, you know, but it's very odd, and I applaud the sheriff's uh, bravery for uh, bringing it uh, to the forefront. Uh, I'm sure uh, there's going to be a lot of people not very happy with him, but uh, and <clears throat> the only media coverage you're going to see on it here is going to be some people like us. Uh, mm mm-hmm. I tried to watch a little bit of the regular news today. I got off a little early, and I had to turn it off. It is just absolutely so uh, <laughs> propaganda. It's unbelievable. But, uh, right. I mean, that's all, that's all I really got on uh, uh, the New York thing. Uh, I think it's something that is definitely a threat and uh, needs to be looked at very, very 
closely. And, mm-hmm. uh, anything set up that way, uh, that much acreage, uh, it depends on the amount of personnel and stuff there. Uh, but, man, it sounds like they're setting up a fob to me, Ford Operating Base for operations here in the mm-hmm. U.S. That's pretty much and what it's I got like on that. It's like the guy said, too, the sheriff, you know, why keep it a secret? You know, why are you keeping it from the public eye? So. Hmm. They're here, people. But we, we, these we, property is kind of terrifying. And also, I was bringing, mm-hmm. uh, bringing to you the reports from Mikey Works about these tent cities all over the uh, military where they're bringing in all these refugees, but the tent cities are empty. Why? You know? And I'm wondering, is this, uh, mm-hmm. is this facility to actually... Uh, keep people in, or is it, is it to keep people out? I mean, maybe they know something that we don't know, and they need a safe place for the VIP that they can survive and sustain themselves. Because it looks to me like they're trying to sustain themselves by the amount of provisions that they're putting on here. You know, just the indication mm-hmm. of the fact that they do have a water source, they do have a place to grow crops, they do have uh, access to you know plenty of farmland that's on this property, and then all the stuff that they've stockpiled, it looks like they're trying to survive, right? Long term, so right. maybe that's a place for the VIPs to go. Maybe that's a a safe zone that's not going to get bombed or something. You know, I mean, might, might be. Uh, I'll tell you, in hey, New uh, York City, are you kidding? <laughs> in New York City, are you kidding? Me? <laughs> no, it's I'm not kidding. New York City. It's a, well, I don't know, you know. The large amount of supplies and stuff uh, that they're putting back could be for a force they're expecting to come in. But, uh, uh, I mean, I just, uh, Hurricane makes very good points there. I can see where, you know, say, look, they got water, this, that, raising cattle, you know, just saying yourself be self-sustained uh, there. So, uh mm-hmm. That is not something that a foreign country would normally do in another country. So if that is the case, and uh, I thought Hurricane made a very strong uh, uh, statement in support of it and stuff, uh, what are they expecting to happen here that they'll have to do that? You know, what... Right. I'm looking at pictures of it right now, and like there's fireplaces in in it's really old, so there's fireplaces uh, in the bedrooms, and this house is sustainable. Fireplaces in the living room, fireplaces in the bedroom, fireplaces in the sitting room, uh, and then like I said, maybe going to start their own community. <laughs> Could they be starting their own community? Uh. Hmm. That's I a lot of questions. Kind of VIP. I would lean towards more some kind of VIP, you know, in this entourage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to, because you'd have that people right. this stuff. Yeah. Which yeah, maybe the people uh, jump so, seats. No, we're just gonna have to keep an eye on it and see where it goes with that and Right. <laughs> it's really strange that showing up at time some of the other stuff that's going on, so uh uh uh-huh. I really yeah, I like it has a view of the Catskills, too, by the way, mm-hmm. which I found interesting. This is what it says. It says, once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, White Duck Farm, 
right from the pages of a James Fenimore Cooper novel. Very rare and pure 1820 federal brick colonial on 240 acres along with the Wallachill River with protected views of the Shawnock Ridge Mohonk Mountain Preserve. Catskill, Catskill views to the north, which could be expanded. Three-bedroom, 2.5-bath main house, skillfully preserved, and uh, uh, let's see, I'm lost on picture. Oh, this is giant. This is a party barn with a pool, and the pool is magnificent. A uh, smokehouse, two ponds, complete privacy, yet just two hours to New York City, and minutes away from all the amenities in New Pouts and Ulster uh-huh. County. So that's what they say about this place. It's pretty fabulous, uh-huh. isn't it? And we don't know what other property they own around that too, you know. Mm-hmm. He just say that's all they own. That's very interesting, though. Very interesting, in the least. Yeah. Got my curiosity. I want to say that it started in like 2019. It's really nice. I wish I lived there. So <laughs> it's amazing, but it might not yeah, be right. Well, I am going to go on a short break, and then we're going to come back and talk about what's going on. I guess I could play whatever I want to play because I listed this as PG thirteen, so I guess we could. I mean, if we had a little cuss or something, it'd probably be okay. <laughs> just because I have to. We'll be back in just a few minutes, y'all. So be sure and tune in to hear what else is going on. All right. All right. Deplorable, and we love 
the bodies in the dirt and need someone to blame. Got a pension for greed and money to spare. They put the dollars in the coffers and the lies in the air. Well, We are the patriots, trust the plan because we have it all and the fate is in our hands. Had a reason to fool us up, we didn't take the bait, they want to take us to hell, but we got guns in the cage. And welcome back to Wolfpack Radio. I'm here with Hurricane Ann, here with Gunny, and with Joseph Bernard, and we're still waiting on my co-host Patty to come in. Tonight's episode, if you want to uh, go back to the beginning, we had uh, some really good information about a Chinese, strange Chinese encampment in New Pouch, New York. I guess that's how you pronounce it. Now, without any further ado, Gunny, uh, Joseph, so glad to have you back. Um, on today's news, I mean, I, I made a few notes of some things I wanted to discuss. One of them was we had been talking about the truckers, which, I, like I said, I hate to cover that without Patty. She is so passionate about this. And, uh, but I read that in, in 2020, Joseph Trudeau endorsed – do I say his name right? Trudeau, Trudeau, <laughs> Trudeau endorsed the uh, thousands of Indian farmers 
that blocked the road connecting the national capital, saying that he supported peaceful protests. But now he's effectively declaring martial law on his own people. So what a freaking hypocrite. Did y'all see that? Uh, yes, yeah. I saw where the, uh, uh, they had called in the military and the police, and uh, uh, they were working over some of those uh, truck drivers pretty badly, breaking out windows, dragging them through windows. Uh, I mean, this is an absolute full, uh, full frontal assault on uh, the First Amendment, uh, uh, freedom of speech, whatever you want to call it. I mean, uh, it's just a mess. Uh, and you won't hear about it on the uh, media and that kind of stuff. But you got this stuff going on all over the world. Uh, Kazakhstan, uh, which is uh, east uh, east of uh, Ukraine, uh, along the uh, Russian border, uh, the people there have been protesting. Uh, they. Uh, the president and prime minister have fled the country. Uh, they're arresting bankers and politicians uh, uh, and some doctors. Uh, the breaking part, breaking point for those people were when uh, you couldn't take any money out of the bank unless you took the shot. Well, Kazakhstan uh, is burning now. The people have taken their country back. We'll have to see what happens from uh, there. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, so I just hope I hope and pray for these truckers in Canada that they do what's necessary. Uh, defend yourself best you can. Yeah, exactly. Right now they're heading into Cincinnati, Ohio, from the last update I just got, and everything. So they're pretty much scattering out, trying to cause as much confusion as they can from the media and Antifa, so which is, you know, uh, understandable and everything. So, but, uh, you know, the main uh, leader of the convoy got arrested this morning up there in uh, Canada and everything. But I tell you, you know, they're going to go after, they, they hate it when you go after their power, especially Justin Trudeau. He, he, he is... I, I can't describe it, but he's he's so tyrant. He's like little Adolf Hitler, <laughs> and he's pissed off, you know. Well, I wouldn't be a bit surprised. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's clear something up before we even start this. Okay, false flag does not mean that it didn't happen. Sometimes a false flag is used, and it has real deadly results, uh, uh, i.e. Las Vegas, uh, anywhere like that. Uh, now, if you wanted to uh, uh, give the, uh, get the people in an uproar to uh, confiscate and take guns, what would you do? You'd uh, pop up a couple of good operators in there and have uh, uh, shoot on the police. Or anything mm-hmm. like that to uh, es- you know to escalate what's going on. This is getting this is getting real serious. Uh, and this is a worldwide oh, yeah. movement, and uh, you know uh, 
uh, I think the people in Kazakhstan went a little uh, overboard with uh, burning their capitals and all that. But you know what? They did what they thought was necessary, more power to them. And uh, it's beginning to look more and more like this whole Ukraine thing was exactly what I was thinking it was, a major distraction from what's going on in other places. Yeah. That's why I took yeah. Justin the other uh-huh. night we did a kind of impromptu show, and I told Joseph, I said, well, you know, how do you know that? Did you, did you hear it on the news? <laughs> I was like, did you hear you know, Putin actually say he was going to do this or do that? I was like, yeah, I, I, I thought it was a scam. And now you have Russia coming out saying, that's fake news. We're running drills like we always run. Nothing new. Go on. Fake news. No mm-hmm. evasion. You're liars. I have you know people messaging me tonight, pray, pray for us for what Russia's going to do to us. I'm like, it's it's fake news. They're not doing anything. They they're like, well, we're not talking about Ukraine. We're talking about what they did today. And I was like, oh, well, what happened today? You know, did, what did that mean? Right, right. Uh, this whole well, thing, you know, it's this whole, one at a time, ahead, Well, this whole thing is uh, uh, a power grab. Uh, I think I, I think we talked about this uh, a week or so ago, and. Uh, uh, what Russia wants is to go back to the pre-1997 agreement. <clears throat> okay, because uh, 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 they're saying the U.S. would come a direct threat. Uh, what used to be these satellite countries, uh, Ukraine, Kazakhstan, uh, Poland, uh, uh, these satellite countries, uh has now got foreign armies on the ground in there, you know, NATO, uh, uh, some of them being NATO back and stuff like that. Russia considers that a threat. uh, And uh, they're demanding to keep from invading Ukraine. They're demanding that uh, it goes back to uh, pre-1997 agreement, which would put all the foreign armies out of the satellite country. Uh, they want the U.S. to relinquish all the nuclear weapons in Europe and close seven uh, air bases mm-hmm. in Europe. And uh, I mean, uh, if we do, if 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 they could speak to any of that, it's just like running up a white flag. Russia will uh, do whatever the hell they want to do on that end. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, China will hit tight. Well, today, Israel got uh, bombarded again today and uh, uh, a drone flown in from uh, uh, Syria and uh, they hit some, I mean, it's just been crazy. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a powder keg we're sitting on and, you know, uh, all it takes is one idiot to... Uh, Pull the wrong trigger, man, and this whole thing could just uh, come to pieces uh, literally right. in hours. It's kind and of this scary. is why I was saying, right? This is why I was saying that Biden is—he's the instigator in all this, wanting to pull that trigger to get it all going and everything, you know, and stuff. But like I, like we said on the show the other day, Russell, is that, you know, really need to focus on Israel because that's who they're really after. UK has nothing we want. Or nobody wants. Well, I don't know if I agree with the... uh, I don't believe... I don't believe... 
I agree with the part about Biden is not responsible for all this. Biden is not smart enough to be responsible for all this. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is all complete deep state, which uh, is being run by Obama now. Uh, the Clintons have been so toxic. I'm surprised they had, you know, had one of their planes crash or something yet. But uh, that's coming <laughs> soon. Uh, uh, you know, these, these these people they do not play at all. Uh and mm-hmm. none of these uh none of these people involved uh put any value on human life whatsoever. And uh I just uh I mean there is so much going on at the same time in so many places. Uh, uh like everyone's so awake. Everyone's awake to how horrible they are because when I was looking around at different headlines uh, on, on one of the lamestream media MSN crap, it, it said that uh, that Putin said that the U.S. could use false flags as an excuse for war. <laughs> oh no! It yeah, I, I saw that too. Mm-hmm. Wait, it says U.S. I read that yeah. wrong. I thought it said that. I'm sorry, I misquoted that. It says U.S. says Putin could use false flag as an excuse for war, which basically means yeah. okay, that makes more sense coming from the MSN. I wondered why they were saying the other one. Sorry about that, guys, but uh, yeah, that makes sense because that's setting up the narrative. That's just set them setting up their narrative to set up a false flag, you know. <laughs> which exactly. Is right now. That's like, like said, just one. It's like Carmel just told me this is all a dog and uh, what is it a, wa- uh, a wagon tail? The wagon it's a dog. Blood. Yeah, wag the dog. It's a bluff. Yeah. But Joe just say wag the tail. You know, wag the tail, right? <laughs> I'm gonna name our next show that wag the tail, wag the tail, and Covidians. That's y'all's two favorite my two. We we'll definitely have to get a t-shirt with that one on it. Right. Wag the tail. I like that. Just I actually it's like good. that. Just hardly told me that. That's my new phrase. Wag the tail. <laughs> but you know, but it, it's just putting. You know, he's bluffing. He's calling him, he's doing a bluff, but will they call him on it? Well I I think I think I think you're being I think it's a little flippant to say that it's all a big bluff because any of this mm-hmm. could ignite at any moment. I mean, you know, uh mm-hmm. uh so to say it's all a big bluff, I don't know. There's a very, very dangerous <laughs> game of uh, yep. uh, uh, power grab going on here, and Putin's pushing it. Now whether he'll go, whether he would go through with it, I don't know. But uh, I have no doubt mm-hmm. in my mind that uh, uh, Milley and uh, the Biden administration will just drop all the weapons we carried over there and run away like little girls in that. Uh, Putin have probably Europe if he wanted it. Right, right. Let's look at Russia's position, okay? So if we look at it from a regular point, it's way the hell away from us. But let's look at it like if we're on top of the globe looking down. So if we're looking at it from the top looking down, like Sarah Palin said, you're almost touching America and you're touching China, okay? So you have access mm-hmm. like – to so many different countries that no other country in the world has access to the land and the and the way that you could invade 
different countries. No other country in the world has that kind of uh, square miles that they could do that on. Okay, so that, this is a huge advantage, right, and a different front. Okay, so mm-hmm. you're looking at this where they could invade all these different places and do different things. You know, strategically, they're in a good position. Meanwhile, you've got China, who we already know is trying to take over the world. We've got China who's been sucking up to, to Russia. Russia's been playing nice with China, acting like they're buddies, right? Meanwhile, China – I think Russia obviously knows everything that's been going on. So they're just sitting back, and they're sitting there watching, and they're probably recording and know every single freaking detail about what happened in Ukraine. Bet me money, okay? And right. they're sitting there watching right. China trying to eat America alive and watching – America play these little color revolutions, the little games, like little amateurs, sloppy little children, you know, sloppy little deep slate mm-hmm. slobs. They can't do a damn thing right. Meanwhile, China's eating them up, just chewing them up, you know. So what's, what's Russia doing? They're just sitting back being the cool cat. They're being the cool cat doing nothing. He's like, not cool. Probably building up their defenses. We're not hearing nothing out of them. They have probably built up the military. They've probably built up all kinds of stuff that we don't even know about. I know they built underground facilities mm-hmm. for all their people, you know, just about, right? And so what What do you say? Never interfere with the enemy while they're destroying themselves. So why not just sit back and let China and America freaking destroy themselves? And then once they're weak mm-hmm. from battling – because they're going to be weak because you're going to both lose forces on either side, forces, resources. You're going to be – if you're being invaded or whatever you're going to be, you're going to be you know, worried about a defense. And if you're attacking, you're going to be focusing really on your offense, which gives him plenty of room to kind of mm-hmm. flank these weaker forces and be boom, take over the world. So never underestimate the giant battle, right. okay? So when you said uh, that, that that he was just bluffing, I'm, I'm mounted to the floor. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about, Joseph? He's like the coolest cat. Uh, and I'll be honest with you, when I thought Hillary was going to win, I actually Googled how to get citizenship in Russia because <laughs> I couldn't live underneath our <laughs> Here we are, living underneath them again. Right, right. Well, I remember so, what you saying a long time ago. Go ahead, Russell. What do you think, Russell, about that tactical uh, uh, position? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, you got to remember, Putin was KGB. So, uh, yeah, he knows exactly what he's doing, and uh, I think he could be on the right track there. Uh, he's just sitting over there stirring the bo- uh, pot just enough to keep uh, it in the news and stuff, all this other stuff going on. And uh, I think he, I think he's gonna get what he wants. I really do. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, and be honest, you know, do you think Putin's scared of Biden? He's sitting there laughing at Biden in his administration right now. You know, and it's like I remember Putin saying many years ago. He said, if he ever ever got the chance to capture the United States, he would take it over for a little while. Clean up all the mess See, I'm and just, give it back uh, to the people of the United States. Well, Maybe that's what he's going to do. I'm just disagreeing with you all night tonight, <laughs> Joseph. No, that's not what he's doing. He's not sitting there laughing at, at Biden. People who, yeah, we laugh at him mm-hmm. because he's a, we think he's a freaking idiot. But here's the deal. He's actually obviously a mastermind criminal, okay? And the worst thing in the world that you can ever do is is to try to – Mess around with that injured, trapped, rabid animal, okay, that's cornered. Yeah. And you're talking about the deep yeah. state is rabid, 
and they're injured, and they've been getting hit and hit and hit. Even though the media's not talking about it, Trump's been just slashing them, slashing them, slashing them. One blow at a time, slash, 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 slashing them again. Mm-hmm. They're like they're cowering away in their little fake, uh, in their little fake uh, uh, broadcasting room, pretending like it's the White House. <laughs> no, they're trapped. Right. I'm a farm girl, and I'm a militia, and you don't. And I'm a hunter, okay? And you do not want to crawl in some mm-hmm. hole and go head to head with some trapped, rabid, scared. Animal with nowhere else to go. Okay, so I don't think that Putin, it one bit, is laughing at him. If anything, I think he respects the fact that he's a freaking idiot and is capable of anything. He's obviously freaking crazy. Okay, and those are the people you need to be scared yeah. of because they think that they well, are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Virgil and Russell said that many times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, well, you know. Uh, the thing is, uh, Putin is very, very clever and stuff, and uh, I think the point Hurricane made uh, is something that I really wasn't looking at, but it kind of uh, kind of went that noise right there, and uh, went hmm, and uh, okay, and that kind of brings us back around to. Uh, uh, our opening story there in uh, southern New York, uh, you know, uh, if you were going to take, you're not going to invade the U.S., okay? You can nuke it, you can uh, do whatever, but you're not going to come on any shore we've got. And take an invading mm-hmm. force in that. So what do you do? Bang, we're back to opening story. New York, you buy Infiltration. It, turned it into forward operating bases. And uh, uh, bring in your fighters. And uh, mm-hmm. they're already established. Uh, and I'll tell you what, it doesn't take a whole lot on... Uh, uh, 250 acres and stuff like that, you could probably house, uh, I mean, you could probably comfortably keep uh, four to five, six thousand fighters there. And you can do a lot of damage. Talk about five, underground facilities they can put in, too. Yep. Yeah, and then, but they've already got the forces uh, in Canada as well and all over the United States. As we've already established, they have been bringing in these troops since the 90s and through the Port of Long Beach. They owned and operated mm-hmm. and controlled the largest, second largest container port in the world. And anyone who thinks that they aren't like cockroaches in every crevice and corner, and I really believe through all my research that they have fully infiltrated and utilized these ancient underground tunnel systems, which a lot of people think that's just mm-hmm. crazy hurricane, but I'm like, you just need to learn because you just don't know. Because, you know, first of all, anywhere mm-hmm. where there's volcanoes, which they're everywhere, okay, volcanoes are everywhere. Volcanoes are like a tree, okay? They're like a tree. And just because they're not active don't mean they're not, not there, okay? So they're like a tree, and the root system or these uh, lava shoots that are like, they're like hollow, and they, they're like they're like caves, like big giant tunnels form out, okay? And so they're they're just like a tree root that goes way, 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 way down. I mean, how do you think the lava comes up? That's how it comes up, okay? So I mean, mm-hmm. these mm-hmm. Uh, Chinese help build, you know, build a lot of the tunneling and a lot of the mining work and stuff like that in the early days of America. And they know a lot, they, I imagine they found out a lot of our 
secret places, including uh, the subterranean spaces in Long Beach. And they fully utilized those, I mm-hmm. believe. And uh, no telling how many millions, millions they could have stacked up here. Millions. And I really believe that. Mm-hmm. It's not just them. And we don't even know. Just because they said it was Chinese doesn't mean that this report is accurate and that it's Chinese. Because we don't really know. I don't right. know about you. But I personally cannot tell the difference between – and I know my friends are listening, and they're all from the Philippines, and they're going to get mad at me. But I don't care because that's true. I'm just not a liar. I cannot tell the difference between Philippines, Chinese, Taiwanese, whatever. I just don't know, okay? I'm going to take you. They're all Oriental to me. <laughs> I mean, how do we know that's that Obama didn't sell that part of New York to uh, to another Oriental country, you know? Uh-huh. And that's, you know, right. that's actually true, you know, just to get it mixed up. And, and well, hey, I've been, I've been confused for being a white person. I'm not even white. I'm half I'm Spanish Indian mix. <laughs> I was called a white racist yesterday. <laughs> But <laughs> you know, but yeah, I agree with what Ann is saying because I have there's a volcano right behind me where I live at, and it's called Pat Hill Volcano. And there's a military base, supposed to be a secret military base that nobody knows supposed to know about, but we know it's there. And there's actually at night there's a lot of underground movement and everything because you can feel it, and you can hear it, you know, and stuff, and. It's a good place to store, you know, food, equipment, or whatever, you know. And as like Hurricane Ted said, that uh, these volcanoes can be dead as a doornail. But, you know, who knows what's down in there, you know. Well, yeah, that's when true. Let's them? not forget. Let's not forget that during the Cold War uh, in the uh, – uh, uh, like 40s, early, mid-50s, through that era right there, there was all kinds of underground bunkers built by the U.S. government. Oh, yeah. Well, there's one here about three miles down the road from where I live that's an abandoned bunker. I can go down there and take pictures of it. (laughs) So I you know. I'm not. I, I'm not quite sure how this all ties together, but it's definitely starting to look like uh, it does. Uh, and uh, like I said, I think uh, I think Ukraine is just kind of a uh, uh, not being racist, but Mexican standoff kind of thing. You know, saying they want this, uh, you, you know, and uh, whether NATO and the U.S. will. Neil, uh, we don't know, but uh, due to past history of about the last 30 years or so, I, I'm going to bet that they're going to kneel and just let Russia uh, roll in there should it come to that. Uh, and let's not forget, uh, we are no longer the world's number one uh, uh, premier nuclear power. We lost that about two years ago, Russia now. Mm-hmm. And uh, Russia could, with what Russia has now, they could absolutely uh, send us back to, you know, the 1900s overnight, you know, uh, 
And on the flip side of that, we can hurt them, we can hurt them bad, but they could uh, they could pretty much uh, uh, destroy us beyond repair. So let's hope uh, mm-hmm. we don't get into that kind of pissing contest because we will not fare well. That's right. Right. Well, if it's the end of the world but like everybody thinks it is, then uh, they're going to do it anyway. But <laughs> I, I still am like, you know, hopeless believers that think uh-huh. that you know that Trump is still going to come back and that we're going to fix 2020, and that uh, I believe that there is a plan, and I believe that it's all coming to fruition. Uh, like I said, the next to the last post uh, from Q said. Durham. Okay, now Durham's moving. He's in action. Okay, so I think that we're going to see some serious stuff go down. Like I said before, we're going to see all the movies playing. Okay, this is all coming out about Hillary Clinton. Uh, Durham has made it loud and clear that Hillary is responsible for this. Okay, and I think uh, even the mainstream media is, some of them are for, being forced to talk about it, you know. Yeah, they are. I've been seeing that too, but. Well, anything be done, who knows? I don't think anything be done about it. But it's like Russell said, you know, on the show, she might she might actually die in a plane crash. <laughs> well, you know, uh, whatever it comes to, and we're seeing the perfect example right now in uh, Canada, uh, these people are not going to just step down and give up their power. They're not going to do it. Uh, and I'm sorry, peaceful protests will only take you so far. But once uh, uh, once the enemies of the people become violent, uh, it should be uh, it should be returned in kind. Uh, in my humble opinion, uh, mm-hmm. you don't allow anyone to beat you. Uh, uh, drag you off to solid for uh, disagreeing with their agenda, and uh, I think we're seeing a lot of that. And uh, I'm telling you, people, it's interesting times we live in, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, it almost makes fun. Uh, it almost makes it fun to get out of bed in the morning again. Because <laughs> don't have any idea right. what in the name is. Uh, anything dear to you is going to be going on that day. So we'll have to see. Right. Uh, One other thing. Uh, when you get done. Are you, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Were you done? I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, sometimes there's a little lag there. I apologize. One other thing I wanted to bring up about that germ probe is I normally don't like to read anything that's endorsed by Fox, but I'm going to. But it says, Jerem Pro, 46 Republican <laughs> senators urge DOJ to remain independent. So, see what this article says, okay? It says, Special Counsel John Durham must have prosecutorial, prosecutorial independence and all the resources necessary to complete his investigation into the origins of the Russian probe, GOP Senator said Wednesday, in a letter to the Department of Justice. I don't even know why that is necessary, to be honest with y'all. But Senator Scott, uh, Rick Scott of Florida authored the letter to Attorney General Merrick Garland that was signed by 45 other GOP senators, including Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. Surprised he signed it. And Republican mm-hmm. uh, Kentucky 
as the purpose in Kentucky. The senators call on Garland to provide assurances that Durham's work can continue, especially after a new court filing revealed Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign allegedly paid a technology company to mine data in an attempt to establish an interference and narrative tying then presidential candidate Trump to Russia. Special Counsel Durham continues to uncover an alarming information related to the origins of the FBI investigation into alleged Russian interference in the 2016 United States election, the senators wrote to Garland. These findings include the highly concerning and potentially criminal manipulation and exploitation of federal law enforcement resources to target American citizens including a presidential candidate, based upon fabricated evidence that had been procured and decimated by individuals closely connected with the rival political campaign, the senators continued. Scott has previously demanded accountability from Clinton's campaign for allegedly spying on Trump. They spied and they lied, Scott said Tuesday at the Capitol. We need accountability. We need accountability for the Clinton campaign. Durham revealed in court Mm -hmm. filings on February 11th that techies working for the Clinton campaign were mining internet servers and data at the White House and Trump Tower for the purpose of gathering derogatory information about Trump. They were trying to establish an interference and narrative about Trump in Russia, the court filing said. For her part, hang on one second, some stupid ad popped up. For her part, Clinton uh, has said the latest Durham filing is a fake scandal drummed up by the Fox News and Trump. Fox and Trump are desperately spinning a, a fake scandal to distract from his real one, Clinton tweeted Wednesday. So it's a day that ends in why. Uh, it's dinner. The more his misdeeds are exposed, the more they lie, Clinton tweeted, link, linking out to a piece published in Vanity Fair. For those interested in reality, here's a good debunking of their latest nonsense. And she posted this thing that said, Trump and Fox, blah, blah, blah. So I just read it to It's just ridiculous, you know? And uh, in mm-hmm. the Vanity Fair article, it says, you'll never believe it, but Hillary Clinton did not, in fact, spot on Trump. <laughs> right. So it says, former attorney mm-hmm. General Bill Barr appointed then U.S. attorney from Connecticut, John Durham, in 2019 to investigate the origins of the FBI's original Russia probe. Or Crossfire Hurricane, which mm-hmm. began in July 2016 through the appointment of Special Counsel Robert Mueller in May of 2017. Shortly after Mueller completed his years-long investigation into whether the campaign colluded or coordinated with the Russians to influence the 2016 presidential election, Mueller found that the Russians indeed interfered with the 2016 presidential elections through a disinformation social media campaign and by hacking Democrat and Clinton campaign emails and publicly decimating these materials through WikiLeaks. Mueller's 448-page report identified links between Russians and Trump associates, but ultimately did not establish that the Trump campaign conspired or coordinated with the Russian government and its election interference activities. Garland previously said that Duren's work will will continue. In an October congressional hearing, Garland told lawmakers that Durham is still in action investigating the orange of the origins of the Trump-Russia probe. The DOJ did not immediately respond mm-hmm. to the Fox News digital request to comment on the GOP senator's letters. So here it is, and we're in February of 2022, and here we are talking about what the freaking Russia collusion <laughs> but at least now right. we're talking about it the right way, you know, towards the people who actually did this, the crime, which it's about damn time, you know? 
Mm-hmm. But I mean, at least they but, are covering well, some stuff. Right, right. Well, the thing is, will anything be done, and will when you be, will these, you know, will Mueller go down? Will, you know, Hillary seen? Will you know stuff like that? You know, they need a lot of people, people accountable because they interfered and and seated a, seated a, a president, you know, President Trump illegally. Well, yes, uh, I mean, but we've known that for a while. Uh, it is finally coming out, uh, but uh, do you really expect anything to happen with uh, Garland sitting at the head of the DOJ? I mean, you know, nope. come on, let's, nope. just, uh, all, let's all put on our clown shoes and shit. Right, right. Paint smiley faces on I think it's going to be coming out. You may be seeing some of these uh, creepoids be uh, afraid to not do something, you know, because this stuff is going to come out mm-hmm. and hit. Uh, Routwood Crunch Social is coming out, and now we have really – we'll be effectively able to finally uh, coordinate and get back together and group back up and spread the truth again. We've been totally mm-hmm. isolated, and you can see how it's falling apart, even like in militia. I mean, without being able to communicate with your groups and all that stuff, it has been really difficult. It's closing down stuff and – Quarantines and all that mm-hmm. crap, you know, it, it's, it has their little crap has actually been effective you know, in some in some ways. But now, right? The well, you still remember, out, guys. We can communicate, and then we, we have Durham probing. We have and we have ways to communicate the truth. Now we have the uh, electors being overturned. We have these you know, forensic audits that we can actually finally get the truth on and spread news about. And now we'll be able to coordinate mm-hmm. events and everything else, you know. So yeah, I think that mm-hmm. it's going to get. I think they are going to go down, and I really do. I really, yeah, we have to. I mean, we just got to believe in something, shit, you know. But it looks like this is what's going on. Right. Yeah. Well, maybe that's what they're keeping our main focus off of. Well, that is definitely a fact that uh, more and more the truth is coming out every day. You have to dig to find it because uh, the media is not covering it. Mm -hmm. So you kind of have to scroll through. uh, uh, I use a lot of uh, uh, international news sites and stuff that uh, you actually get some uh, truth about what's going on and that sort of thing. And Mm -hmm. uh, I have hope. uh, I do. I have some hope. Uh, This is coming out. Uh, People are seeing it, whether they want to or not. Uh, This... uh, now, whether Trump will be president again, I do not know. I think he should be. He was elected. Uh, and uh, I'd like to see uh, the people responsible for what happened uh, in the last election uh, held responsible for it. But I just don't have exactly. much faith in that at all. You know? Exactly. Uh, That's how I feel. Uh, not, without, not without a great reset. And... Uh, uh, I think your hope, I think think after all these years of being on the radio with you, I'm starting to believe that your hope and dreams depend on which whiskey you're drinking that night. Because sometimes you don't have any, and then the next day you do. <laughs> so I'm just wondering yeah. if it's the whiskey. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying, wait, Russell is. I'm like, I have hope, and I read hope, and I hear things. You know? Yeah, well, I mean, but, you know, you catch a little that. Well, you know, you catch little glimpses here and there that you go, 
okay, maybe this is going to work. And, uh, I mean, I have no doubt that we, the people, will triumph in the end. But uh, uh, the road to get there, I think uh, most Americans uh, won't have the stomach for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest I, with you. I, I agree I, with I, that. I always felt, I've, I always felt 100%, you know, 100% believed in the plan, always. But for for a minute there, for a minute there, I started getting a little bit faint-hearted because I was starting to get really annoyed with him, trying to understand why he endorsed the jab, but now I think I understand why he did that because he had to. If he wouldn't have, they'd have had him on every kind. They would have put him on trial and charged him with every death there ever freaking was. It'd be, it would have been god-awful. Mm-hmm. As it is, he always tells us to think for ourselves and uh, make our own decisions, informed decisions. We all know that prior to this, he was anti-vax, so, you know, kind of anti-vax. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I can't really blame him because I'm a grown person. And I, I really want to say that the people who use that as an excuse to hate on Trump, I was going to call this loud mm-hmm. and proud. Did he make you get your jab? Did he make you? Did Daddy make you get your jab? Did Daddy tell me what Daddy made yeah. you hurt? Huh? Tell me how Trump made you get right. that shot, okay? Because you know well, people brainwash you, right. you ought to be ashamed of yourself, right? Anybody that can sit there and that that crap is just in the woods. And Sorry. I agree with her. Right. Oh, no, oh no, I agree with <laughs> I agree with that one. I agree with that one hundred percent. Now, I, there's some things that I didn't like about Trump. Overall, I think he was a great president. Uh, I think he was reelected by a landslide, and I feel the same way you do about those people that are using the vaccine thing. Uh, uh, as a reason to hate on him because, uh, look, just like you said, you made what you thought was the best decision for you and your family. I made what the best decision that I thought was for me. Joseph did the same thing, Virgil, Patty, mm-hmm. uh, uh, every individual out there. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh I feel good about the decision I made. As a matter of fact, I feel better about it every day. But that's not a reason to hate on anyone, uh, whether mm-hmm. they're the president of the United States or, uh, you know, Joe Muck, the uh, 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 guy begging for quarters on the corner so he can get him another fart, you know. Uh, <laughs> right. That's, 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 you know, that's just divisive. and That's not right. Uh I may not agree with your decision, but I'm not going to hate you for it, you know. And uh, exactly. I think, I think, uh, I think some of these groups, especially these Facebook groups, have gotten just uh, beyond the point of even being rational. That's kind of my view on that. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, it's like the show I we did the other night on Second Timothy. You know, Brian. I don't know if you heard all of it before you fell asleep, but it's like the guy was saying, you know, all this hatred, all this division is what they want. They want all this to happen. It's in the Bible, Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 1 through 5. And it talks about all this, you know. And there, after I heard, heard, I heard her on the show the other night, I sat there and thought about it. It's like, you know, even Russell's right. Don't hate nobody because that shows that to be their decision because that's what they want you to do. 
They want you to be in fear, and they want well, you to have that hope. That's, that that's what people they, that's, need also that kind of energy, you know. So if you give like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like the Dementors on uh, on Harry Potter, you know how they feed off that negative energy. It's like mm-hmm. <laughs> I've always believe that too. I never give power to evil, you know. I try not to, anyways, mm-hmm. by giving it, you know, negative energy. So, well, anyway, mm-hmm. so we have got forty-seven minutes left on the show, and uh, I want to play one quick song because I want to show our solidarity with the truckers, <laughs> and because uh, I don't have any money in my banking account, so when they freeze it, can't get blood okay. out well, of the truck. You know? What can I show? Can I say We're something real quick before you I close? I want to play this song. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not closing. My friend Audrey Trujillo yeah. Hill is running for Secretary of State against uh, Maggie Tlaus. Put a, a thing out, and she said if everybody can wear a gold ribbon and lie up your porch for the truckers. I'm hearing that they're saying that the truckers, when they're convoy here, for nobody to wear their Trump gear or Mega gear. So that way, if they try to do mm-hmm. a false flag or something, you know, set us up, so they'll blame yeah, exactly. it for yeah. it. So they're saying, saying, don't do that, you know. Exactly. So okay, I'm gonna play this quick song, well, three minutes and forty-seven seconds, which just happens to be my favorite, uh, one of my most favorite songs of all time. I got one this more is message. Like my number one, one more message. Song. Okay, let me say one more yep. thing, Russell. I got some good news from our friend Karen today. She won her case. Our, our friend that's running for governor, she, she won it. The judge threw it out. <laughs> so so the, well, the rhinos are upset. <laughs> so, all right, I'm done. <laughs> well, good night, everybody. See you later. Oh, we're not leaving, Joseph. We're just taking a break. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. We're playing one song. Okay. You won't let me play it. Okay. You won't let me play it. <laughs> Don't we'll leave. Play it. <laughs> we're just taking a break. Well, what I was trying to say is. All right. I know, as cool as I am, it may be hard for y'all to believe that I locked myself up in my she shed, put the lyrics on for Convoy, and jammed this all the freaking time. I rapped this song probably about a million times in my life. It is like my one of my most favorite jams ever, which is kind of corny, but I love the song. And so in solidarity, solidarity, solidarity supporting our truckers, we're going to play this one. Uh, Breaker 1-9, this here's a rubber duck. You got a copy on me, Big Ben? Come on. Oh, yeah, 10-4, Big Ben, for sure, for sure. By golly, it's clean, clear to Flagtown. Come on. Yeah, it's a big 10-4 there, Big Ben. Yeah, we definitely got the front door, good buddy. Mercy sakes alive, looks like we got us a convoy. Dark of the moon on the 6th of June in a Kenworth pulling logs. Cab over Pete with a reefer on and a Jimmy hauling hogs. We is heading for Bear on I-10, about a mile out of Shaky Town. I says, Pigpen, this here's a rubber duck, and I'm about to put the hammer down. Back off them hogs. Uh, ten four, about five mile or so. Ten Roger, them hogs is getting intense up here. By the time we got into Tulsa Town, we had 85 trucks in all. 
but there's a roadblock up on the clover leaf, and them bears is wall to wall. Yeah, them smokies as thick as bugs on a bumper. They even had a bear in the air. I says, calling all trucks, this here's the duck. We about to go a hunting bear. Interstate 44, like a rocket sled on rails. We tore up all of our swindle sheets and left them setting on the scales. By the time we hit that shy town, them bears was getting smart. They'd brought up some reinforcements from the Illinois National Guard. There's armored cars and tanks and jeeps and rigs of every size. Yeah, them chicken coops was full of bears and choppers filled the skies. Well, we shot the line, we went for broke with a thousand screaming trucks and 11 long-haired friends of Jesus in a chartreuse microbus. Yeah, rubber duck to Sotbuster. Come on, are you 10-4 Sotbuster? Listen, you want to put that microbus in behind that suicide jockey? Yeah, he's home dynamite and he needs all the help he can get. Well, we laid a strip for the Jersey Shore and prepared to cross the line. I could see the bridge was lined with bears, but I didn't have a doggone dime. I says, Pigpen, this here's a rubber duck. We just ain't going to pay no toll. So we crashed the gate doing 98. I says, let them truckers roll 10-4. Yeah, I love that song. Can y'all hear me now? I was just talking away and I had this all on mute. I love that song. It was like my first song of rebellion that I heard. See, I'm unmuting y'all. Unmuting kind of. Okay, is, I was just talking is, away. That is a good one. Yeah. It's Joseph. Yep, he made it. He's still there. <laughs> I'm here. So... What else has been going on? Do we have any news, uh, anything at all about our president? Or um, what? What was my friend talking about when he said that afraid that Russia was going to nuke us because of what happened today? Do y'all have any idea what he was talking about? He's going to be listening to the show. I, so, no, uh, I have Biden today, but I don't listen to anything he says. I should, but I just. I can't bring myself to do it, so I don't know. Uh, in the chances of a nuke war breaking out, uh, I won't say it's slim, but uh, something really uh, stupid would have to happen, like uh, Iran lobbing one towards Israel or something like that. And uh, uh, I think... Uh, 
course, Russia would uh, step in to back up their buddy there, Iran. But uh, uh, I think uh, with this administration, I think Israel's going to be left standing on their own. I don't think this administration will lift a finger to help them. Yeah. That's true. You know. I just, I don't know. Uh, it's just so, like I said, there's so many variables out there at this point in time that uh, if anybody tells you they know what's going to happen, uh, they've probably been checking out uh, new government issued track bikes or something. Uh, <laughs> and what the hell is up with that? Somebody explain that to me. Well, they got to get put out those recreations somehow. To their voters. <laughs> I mean, were they designed by Hunter Biden or something? I mean, you know. Uh, well, they got to, you know, got to support those drug dealers, you know, from the uh, crossing the Mexican borders with all that. So they got to get it out there somehow, I think. <laughs> yeah. I just, you know, they do stuff like that, and it just completely just leaves me flat jawed. I have, I don't even know what to think when they come out with that kind of stuff. But, uh, I mean, it should be apparent to everyone at this time that uh, neither party is working for us. And when I say us, I mean we the people. Uh, we're basically a, a uh, corporate-owned uh civilization in decline. And I know that's sad to have to say, but uh if you follow history, uh any at all, uh what happened to the Roman Empire, all the great empires or Egyptian, they uh all ended the same way. Uh uh basically uh corruption from the top down. I mean, our forefathers even warned us of that. You know, they said uh, when people uh, uh, come to the conclusion that uh, they can live off the national treasury, you know, uh, the end's not far behind. And we've got right. more people. We, I think we've probably got more people sitting around on their butts drawing a government check than they do working. And don't get me wrong. Oh, my God. Let me clarify that statement because my uh, inbox will blow up. Right? We do have a God-given duty to help widows, orphans, and those that cannot help themselves. And I have absolutely no problem with that. I'm talking about the other 85% that have found a way to make a living off the government uh, through our taxes, which keep going up. Uh, These societal parasites or leeches, uh, if I may, uh, need to be stricken from these roles. We need to start taking care of ourselves. And uh, I don't think anybody has the uh, stomach for that in D.C., either uh mm-hmm. i mean it's it's uh a sub class is being set up that's what's coming with uh 
uh, all these illegals that are allowing to pour across our borders uh, and stuff, uh, these are replacements for guys like me who've been at their uh, uh, trade for a very, very long time. Uh, they finally got up to where we're making a decent living and these corporations are going, Oh, wait a minute, you guys are way, 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 way too expensive, you know. Uh we'll mm-hmm. uh we'll we'll uh we'll use technology and we don't need anybody to think on the feet. All they have to be able to do is push a button and follow instructions and uh uh this and I hate to use the word subclass but I don't know what what would be appropriate to use in that, but uh they're bringing these people across. We've seen it. Uh, you know, uh, they'll work for half the money and live three, four, five, ten people in a house and uh, uh, be completely content like that, along with a little government handouts. They'll vote for their uh, uh, rulers forever and ever. And I think I'm right on that. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Right. Or, uh, I mean, what are y'all's thoughts on that? I think I think that I truly believe that that's being allowed to happen. That's our replacement, and I know three headhunters that work for national companies, and that have been told by very very big corporations that they expect to have to completely replace their workforce in three years. All right, and then that brings us back. Well. You know, uh, does that bring us back to these forced vaccinations? Am I a complete conspiracy nut or what? Talk to me. What are y'all thoughts? I think we should probably use, like, jab or something, you know, so we don't get right. banned, you know. we got to use code words. we got to use code words. That's sad, but we do have to because we are under the control of, of China, you know. It's just how it is. People don't want to admit it, but they think we're still in America. I see that's where their first mistake was. Right. If you Sorry remember, about that. Right. 2015, 2015, 2016, 2014, probably even. I was on Resistance Radio because with Joseph Bernard, we had a huge following, and I said every almost every episode, we have already had World War Three. The Chinese infiltrated us. Bought us, owned us, defeated us, and we don't even know that we were in war, much less that we were beat. I said that all along. Mm-hmm. I really truly believe that. I still believe that. I do believe that uh, they had like a temporary, you know, stand down, forced stand down because of Trump. But that's all that was. It was a hiccup. And now it's back to business. Mm-hmm. That's why they took my video down off of YouTube about exposing the Port of Long Beach being owned by China. And now I'm going to go after him with everything because now I'm going to be putting it on every channel for, for the hell. You know, I'm pissed. All right? So the fact of the matter is that China owns this country, and they – just imagine all of us were just like – just picture if you just reached into a, a bag of rice and just picked up a bag of – a handful of rice. You know, that's how we are. We're like little bitty, you know, specks to them. They can just – Crumble in their hand and throw on the ground. You know, we don't mean anything to them. Just a expensive no. pay force. Chinese look at order, respect, and dollars. They see our country as having no respect 
whatsoever. We don't respect our elders. We don't have respect. We're not respectful, okay? Chinese look up, and I worked with the Chinese people, okay? When I was growing up, I went to a lot of college. I was a professional college student. I worked in a lot of Chinese restaurants, came I went to college. And I met a lot of Chinese people, worked with a lot of Chinese people, and the ones I knew really respected smart people. And they really liked uh, tactics, strategy, and patience, okay? They were very, 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 very patient, and they, they already were for real. And so they don't respect us at all because we don't have any of that, okay? They, they have no reason not to invade us because everything that they respect and, and look uh, as good in a culture, we don't exhibit in their eyes. We're lazy in their eyes, and we were because I would just cry when I had to go to work there because we literally had to go to work and work 12-hour shifts. Theater. So you go in the morning, didn't leave till nighttime. It was twelve hour shift, and it just killed me. But that was just nothing for them. That was nothing for them. You know, that's just how they always work. So mm-hmm. their work ethics, their educational ethics, their ambition being forced, I guess, by a communist uh, culture and regime has pushed them to be this way. You know, but still, they've exceeded us in every manner. And anyone who thinks that they haven't outsmarted us and outplayed us is sadly freaking mistaken. I concur with that uh, 100%. And the question is, (laughs) the question is, or the $64 question is my mom says, what are we going to do about it? What can we do about it as a people? Uh, There's only one way to fix this. Uh, and nobody wants that whatsoever. Uh, the system is so corrupted that, you know, elections, I mean, if 2020 isn't fixed, which I don't doubt it's going to be by the time these midterm elections come around, uh, I mean, it, it's a joke. The system is mm-hmm. systemically corrupted from the ground to the very top. And uh, I'm just, uh, man, it's going to take somebody smarter than me to figure out how to fix this because there's only one way I know how to fix this. And, uh, uh, I mean, and people go, well, elections, we got to elect the right people. we got to elect the right people. And once again, ladies and gentlemen, all right, these figureheads that you go vote for every two years uh, for your Congressmen and some senators every four years of president. These are nothing but figureheads. And you hear us talk about the deep state. You go, oh my God, who is the deep state? The deep state is entrenched bureaucrats that have been in the system for 30, 40 years. They know the system inside and out. They know which strings to pull. They know how to get things done. And you don't get you don't get to vote on whether they keep their jobs or not. They are there. They are entrenched. They are our enemies. Actually, getting I came across some stunning information in my Disney research. You might want to hear because it kind of has to do with what you talked talk about. Um, so. I think I mentioned this in another show, but I'll mention it again. 
the Operation Strategic Service was the spy operation that precursed the CIA, ran under this guy named Donovan. And the Operation of Strategic Services, and I actually, uh, true, was made up of all the Illuminati families, uh, the employees, okay, of the Operation of Strategic Services, out of the DuPont and the uh, uh, Morgans and the Rothschilds, all of them. All these families, that's who made up the OSS. I know that's hard to believe, but that is true. And then they hired all their friends. Okay, so our first spy thing for World War One was made up of pretty much all the Illuminati deep state families. Now, when it dissolved and turned into the CIA, I found in a CIA vault document. So this is not a conspiracy. This is documents from the CIA vault. Okay, CIA government vault. That Project Paperclip, the, the, the people brought over there, the scientists and the German Nazis that were brought over here in Project Paperclip, many of those were merged with the many of the former employees of the OSS and formed into the employees for the CIA. Our CIA mm-hmm. is Illuminati families built on Illuminati families and their close friends and associates and – Nazi Nazis Nazis Can you imagine that And guess what Nazi scientists Hello Look at those guys And look at Fauci Hello <laughs> He looks just like right. I was going to mention uh, Operation Paperclip I'm glad you did Because I've actually been Reading up on that And it has lots to do With the brainwashing And propaganda too You know And everything And it's very It's, it's very interesting read on what our paperclip is. You know? Yeah, Disney was neat that with this you know, Von Braun and his propaganda and he worked all for the United States military doing all kinds of propaganda videos and videos and ads and mm-hmm. and he was just the king of propaganda obviously. And then him with his mm-hmm. Nazi sympathizer and his uh I grew up watching him and Von Braun talking about how they were gonna put their rocket to the moon, you know. Right there in our face, Target Paperclip. <laughs> you know? Make it in as normal right. as you can right. on Walt right. Disney. Magical Kingdom. Crazy. Right. And then you wonder why our world is so freaking screwed up. And why everything's just effed up here. Okay? Why everything that is bad is run by a bunch of sick ass right. families and a bunch of sick ass Nazis. And that's the truth. Right. That's not conspiracy. But nobody wants to believe it. You know? Well, no, no, no. You Too hard are, to research it. Yeah. Right, right. And uh, that uh, that exactly what went on with the OSS when it transformed into what is now known as the uh, uh, CIA. And, uh, well, actually, you were the first one that brought up the Disney stuff. And I said, well, let me go back. And I went back and some of the real early stuff, uh, well, uh, Disney himself were still alive. You go back and watch some of that stuff. You know, you watch it yeah. as a kid. You remember, you know, this part of it as an adult when you rewatch this. So it wasn't like you were watching it for the first time and paying attention. You know, uh, you know your uh, your grandniece sitting there got it on, and you seen it a times. You know, but if you pay some attention to some of the stuff in there. Uh, 
there was a lot of propaganda in that stuff, man. A lot of kind of mm-hmm. uh, twisted stuff, too. I mean, I'm not going to go into uh, a lot of detail on it, but uh, that was really some... Uh, uh, Disney was... Uh, I don't think Disney was... Uh, had a very strong uh, moral compass when it came to some things. Yeah. Do you, would you agree with that statement, Ann? Yeah, well, he was a really messed up character. But, you know, you have to understand, too, that you know, he was the boss, and he wanted to flex it. He wasn't even a good – he didn't even draw. He wasn't an animator. So he had these – it was like a uh, like a work line, so like at a factory, you know, either drawing, 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 and producing, you know, these shit tons of these uh, – Little bitty an, animation, and so I'm sure that in their spare time, as a lot of these animators put this stuff in here as a joke, or to be funny, or to pass the time away, or make their jobs just a little bit more interesting. Thought they were clever, you know. So Walt Disney actually gets a bad rap for a bunch of that stuff, which he probably had no idea it was even done. And a lot of those were even done after he was dead, you know. So a lot of that mm-hmm. was propaganda in itself. But what I did find out about him. And I have done dedicated three years of my life to this uh, story, which is coming out very soon, y'all. Very soon. Mark the date. Two, 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 two. That's the date of my video. Yeah. Um, but I didn't cover this in the video. So I will, but while we're just – if we have any listeners that are actually on after this many hour and a half, well, then I guess they, they're – they're uh, dedicated. They're not going to hang up. If we talk about something random now, we can get off topic at the end. Right, okay? right. It's not the first hour. But uh, uh, I will give you all this much. So um, when I uh, – because I didn't cover this in my video. I covered Disney's first uh, like 18 years in my video, and it's very interesting. Uh, and it doesn't cover the stuff that you would normally read about Walt Disney. I mean I really dug and found some very interesting, crazy things about him. But he was a, such a freaking liar. You know, his whole family was just like really kind of crazy. But uh, when he came back from the war, I was looking at some of the videos, his first videos that he did. And one of the first ones he did was a, uh, with, had a little girl in it, a real little girl. Her name was Alice. And it was a, uh, a they didn't talk in it, you know. So, uh, uh, what do you call those? The, 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 old, the old ones. Silent. Any volume. Yeah, silent film. Right. And so uh, it's a little short. Uh, they cut him shorts, I guess. And so mm-hmm. he's an animator in this. The little girl comes up to the office, and he's showing her the drawings, and then they go in there and showing him some, with some of the animators are in there, and they're showing her some of the drawings. And it's very sexual, very provocative, uh, just really inappropriate, totally inappropriate. Uh, it just disgusts me, you know, and so that was like Walt moment of glory, you know, with Alice, and it really kind of threw it off, I thought, you know, this whole concept, so if you go watch these things with these little girls, it was really creepy, and then he, he did some other stuff, uh, when I was, some of his stuff is is pretty weird, I, I just thought it was really weird, you know, but when I was researching um, Disney's, I, I don't know if it was Disney or if I had just, because I can't find it again, so if anybody can email me at hurricaneand.com. I mean, uh, no, never mind. They uh, they they woke me and took my website away from me. Just email me at hurricaneann at gmail.com and if you have this information. Uh, it was a, a little cartoon, and these these little guys came out, and they're in the street, and they see this lady up in a window, and they're like, oh, look at you. And she's like real seductive, and she's like 
you know, and it's animated, you know, she's like, yeah, baby, you know, and now uh, they're flirting with her kind of, and all of a sudden there's trap door underneath them, because they're standing kind of underneath her balcony, you know, looking up at her, this trap door opens, they fall through this trap door, they end up like in this dungeon, and uh, the dungeon, they have cells in it and everything, and there's like a grim reaper dude, you know, they're holding these kids, and then come, and then right beside it is this meat market, and then it, you know, shows the sign like for us. Uh, a sausage or whatever, you know, where they're basically, and they've got the meat grinder in there with these kids, where they're fixing to grind these kids up and sell them at sausage at the meat market, you know? It was, mm. it was like really early 1920s, you know, so I'm like, what the hell? This is morbid crap, you know, and I never could find that again, so I couldn't remember it was one of the, I thought it was one of the banned Walt Disney one that's rare, but I haven't been able to find it again in my research, and I would love to have that one because it's really violent. It was really interesting. Kind of disgusting, but his uh, Disney is just so thrown off. It's I haven't even really got on the mainstream stuff that people talk about with his, uh, you know, sex and satanic stuff in his uh, movies because the other stuff is that's all I think a distraction from what the real story is. Which, like mm-hmm. the way I describe it in my uh, uh, video, is lies and. Spies and double spies and communists and Nazis. <laughs> That's more what the storyline is really about, mm-hmm. you know. So it's, it's going to be. Mm-hmm. I think y'all are going to really enjoy it. Well, I heard I a good job on it. Well, I heard that Walt Disney. I heard with, during the war that he was with when he with a Nazi party or something like that, and then came into the United when he, they brought him into the United States or he came into the United States, and there was that something hey, something like. Yeah, Walt Disney. Supposedly, Disney so was he born in 1901 in Chicago, Illinois, and went into the uh, Red Cross uh, ambulance service over in France one week after World War One ended, mm-hmm. and then came back. Hmm. So I don't know. I must be thinking of somebody else. Might be, might have been. But I remember reading some of the stuff that you were saying about him. And Disneyland and stuff like that, which you know makes a lot of sense. But I don't know with with the uh, as my granddaughter would say, they're all weird. <laughs> they're all weirdos. <laughs> Look, this this story was crazy. Everything, nothing about this whole took me three years to unravel this video, so I'm really anxious to publish it. But essentially, the I found a birth certificate on Walt Disney. So he says he was born in 1901, but his birth certificate from Cook County, Illinois, actually states that he was born in 1890. December 20th, 1890. It says that he was the second child uh, son born to his parents. But his brother Raymond on that same day, December 20th, 1890. And he was the second son. But his name is Raymond. Okay, Walter's the fourth son, born in 1901 supposedly. But his birth certificate states that he and I can almost prove that he had had to get a fake birth certificate because in the FBI vault, I actually uh, found uh, letters from J. Edgar Hoover that he hand wrote to Walt Disney telling them how they had secured him identity for, and were proud to give him identity for life. And they had lifted his fingerprints mm-hmm. off of a – from a Dimele convention that he was at and made him a card and got him a fake ID and you know, got him a new fake birth certificate, you know? Or now a real birth certificate, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, identity versus life. You didn't have one. 
So that was a real challenge right. to escape that. And then, like, his brother Herbert is really weird. Like, his brother Herbert supposedly was born in 1888, but yet his tombstone says 1882. Or trying to prove where his dad really was at because he never did pay the people he was supposed to pay at the farm. And then uh, the the job that he had, the newspaper route, wasn't actually in his name. I found out it was in his son's name. All the stocks his dad had, I found out were in Walt's name. All the papers that he had to have a walk to go to the Red Cross, I found out that his wife forged. So, I mean, I can't even prove his dad was hardly even there, yeah. except through censuses. So, this whole family is just you know, right. been crazy. Right. Okay. It is just one rabbit. None of wow. the dates match whatsoever. None of the dates match. Right. What it looks like makes you is wonder. an extravagant hmm. – it, it looks like somebody made up an extravagant background story and had deep pockets and a lot of money and was able to go in and fix a lot of things to make it look a certain way, but they were sloppy. They were very freaking sloppy. That's what it looks like to me. I mean, they covered most of the bases where I could say, well, you know, he was here, here, and here. Since this show, it this and that. But what it really looks like to me is like somebody went in and put in a backstory, and were real sloppy about it because I found so many inconsistencies. It's crazy. Huh? It makes you wonder why they went through all that trouble just to hide his identities and stuff. Because he was he was shady as hell. Disney was shady uh-huh. as hell. Did you know that he worked at a federal post office? Do you know yeah. that he lied about his age to work at a federal post office, and they wouldn't accept him? So he went and bragged about this uh-huh. in an interview. He laughed about it. He went and changed clothes and went in a disguise. An hour later, went back in disguise, got in line, the same line with the same person, looked the same guy in the face, but he was in disguise, lied about his age and went in. And, you know, when he went in the... Salvation Army, or the Red Cross, he, he originally gave them a fake name and a fake ID uh, and a fake birthday. Okay, this guy's Disney sketchy. Mm-hmm. He works at this federal post office, right? And uh, it, you know, there's mm-hmm. a bomb and it goes off. You know, it blows up. But he reported that he says it was before the bomb. We don't know if it was or not. That he was actually almost charged with mail fraud because he was under investigation by the feds there for leaving a mail bag. Inconspicuous you know, somewhere where he was not supposed to be leaving it, and uh, so I don't know. Uh, there's a lot more details to it that's very oh. interesting, but I guarantee you one thing: you will understand the reason why I named my video "Wicked Uncle Walt" because <laughs> he was sketchy as hell. All right. All right? right. I mean, I uncovered some good stuff. You're gonna love this video. So if y'all all get a chance, tune in to. Uh, YouTube on Wolfpack Radio. That's P-A-Q for pack, not P-A-C-K. It's Wolf, three words, Wolfpack, P-A-Q, radio. No matter how many times I tell people that, they can't freaking spell it. I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> I'll tell people that they talk to and they still put it the wrong way every time. I did. <laughs> I did when I first heard it. You're like, no, it's with a Q. I was like, oh, okay. Look, and I found you. <laughs> well, you can't find me if you put a C-K, you know? And right, right. Well, I had a little bit more spunk on this show. I felt more like my old hurricane self again. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I look. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to. Uh, I'm looking. I'm actually looking forward to that Disney uh, uh, release on your video on that. Uh, that should be real interesting. Uh, and uh, I've got. I've got something I've been working on. It's not. It's not ready yet, but uh, I'll probably just pass it on to you because you do a lot better videos and stuff uh, than I do. But uh, there's a, a, a 
You say there's uh there's more going on on the southern border right now. Uh and nobody wants to admit it, but we do not control our southern border here in Texas. I can't nope. speak to the rest of the southern border. We're under but cartel, here in Texas, period. Uh, uh, the, mm-hmm. Our southern border is run by the cartels and well into Texas. Well mm-hmm. into Texas. Yep. So, uh, From Arizona uh, to Texas. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. just, What I don't about uh, Greg Abbott? Are you going to vote for him? Uh, no, I am not. Who are you going to vote for? Well, I, I say I'm not. Uh, uh, I just, uh, I've absolutely got no use for the man. Uh, he is China owned through and through. Uh, the only time he talks about southern borders when it's election time. Uh, all these asshats here in Texas are the same. And what uh, about that abortion stuff and open carry and uh, all that good stuff, you know? He's done a lot of good yeah, We should have right? had open carry in Texas 25 well, we years didn't, ago. But he got it for us, you know? So, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I thought he's done pretty – I'm really pleased with our abortion stuff and and our prayer things and the way he did our mask and our economy and the way that we threw this whole COVID thing. He was a real freaking trooper. Uh, under, I don't know what, what they had mm-hmm. on the that why he didn't tighten the hell up. I think he could have done a better job on that. But I don't know all the details on how they might have cock-blocked him with federal policies for the – I know they were controlling our border agents, you know, so – I don't know how much of it really his hands were tied. I don't know, and I want to find that out to give him a fair shot or not a fair shot. Because I'll be honest, you know. But I really well, want to see. We how much of his hey, hands you know tied what? You know what? Let's do a good idea. Let's uh, uh, for the next show. Let's uh, let's spend one segment on uh, Abbott, the pros and the cons. Uh, you take the pros, I'll take the cons. No, because then we'll have callers calling and ragging on him, and I'll get pissy. They're still talking about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll get all mad. I'll, get mad. I'll be like, don't talk about my governor like that. Damn it. He may not have legs, but he's got giant balls. He needs that wheelchair. <laughs> I think he's done a pretty good job. I, I was going to revote for him, and so was my husband. And we've, we've been a, a big supporter of Governor Abbott. And uh, uh, so then I'm getting this text from Pete Flores, and I'm like, what? Why are you texting me for money, you know? And then I was like, oh, I don't know. Maybe there's – it's true. I don't watch the news, so maybe I missed something. I did really good research, but so far I've seen he's done some really good positive things for Texas. Where in other states mm-hmm. are floundering. Why are they coming here? I mean he's done some good things with, for our country, our state, because people are flocking here. Now we have no cows left because there's just – everyone's flooding Texas and building – Houses and right. and 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 that is never Silver good. Farms and, I'm just and, sick that, of it. and that is never a good thing. That is never a good thing. That is never a good thing because they bring their liberal bullshit with them, and you're going to see. You're not going to like the results of his. Oh, everybody come to Texas. Woohoo attitude. No, keep your ass over there on the left coast. Or get your ass back over there to the right. I know, coast. but so many uh, of these people are the actually coast. conservative. A lot of these people are conservatives nah. that are being terrorized and victimized by having their election constantly being stolen from them and being forced mm-hmm. under Democratic. So I found out in my research that only a small portion of Californians are actually 
Democratic. Most of them are actually Republican. I had no freaking idea. I thought they were all like that, but they're not. Yeah. They're victims. Yeah. I mean, I found Andy York. Yeah. I was shocked. You know, I was shocked. Yeah. I was so wrong. Mm-hmm. I literally, they have hijacked them, made us think that they're all that way, but they're not. It's all these immigrants and all their people that they bring in and invest in these cities. You know, the cities that take mm-hmm. up all the damn boat, you know? Well, no, I, I don't know. I just well, uh, I hope we can win this. It's scary. It's, it just seems like I have mixed feelings. I know that they're kind of like people who are leaving. A, that we need to have some kind of compassion because, I mean, in New York right now, I think they're doing this FEMA camp maybe for the people who aren't vaxxed, and they're trying to pass stuff that without even any reason they can just come and put you in a camp, you know. And so we need to have some kind right. of we need to keep our people safe and have some kind of compassion and that's one thing that y'all did teach me at militia too, that we are there to take care of the people. And that's hard to forget because we're almost mm-hmm. like that we're gonna survive. But you know, we do have to then <laughs> again. But then I always say well, that but then movie. when I see them building all these houses around my house then I get uh, pissy because we don't have country, you know. Then I'm like, Stop coming. Like that, like that movie Like that movie, Escape from New York. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, like, 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 like I said. They get the hell out. Yeah. Well, you know, like I don't I want them to think that along. they're not welcome. If they're conservative, they're welcome. We just don't want liberals. Uh, well, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I just don't like people that much in general. But, uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> you know, uh, I just, uh, I guess it's just gonna be a wait and see thing with me. I don't know. I just yep. uh I think yeah, I think he's I think he's a pushover. I think he bows down to the federal government too much. Uh uh and you know, like well open carry we should have been one of the first states to have open carry. But uh, no, we didn't and uh we're on the last, uh, the last absolutely not uh, you know, Texas always was up number one in front when it came to individual freedoms and shit. Now we've fallen below middle of the pack somewhere, and it's just, uh, yeah. uh, you know, and these guys up there calling themselves, well, I don't know. I don't like Republicans. I don't like anybody anymore. Just leave me alone to my whiskey and my cigars. And, uh, right. You know, don't. Don't poke me too hard, and we won't have to shoot or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that's, well, that's how I am. I that's why I live out in the desert. <laughs> Don't hate on me tomorrow when I'm in yeah. Alicia taking out my aggression. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm thinking about you, Danny. I'm thinking about you. You should be there. Oh, yeah. The it's your fire yeah. squad. <laughs> yeah, it's your dude. fire squad. All right. So, yeah, you know, with between some of the people that are going to be training tomorrow, you've got a lot of hours put in on training us, you know? Uh, a lot of hours. Yeah. If more people I, work I, like uh, that, we'd have a better chance of beating these people when they invade us, you know? Well, you know what? <laughs> I wish people you know what I really want to do? If, uh, I really, uh, I would really wish I had about, uh, 20, you could probably do it on 20, 30 acres. I want to put a full-blown Marine Corps-issue confidence course up. And, of course, you know, uh, every person that got there would have to sign a release if you die at your fault. Uh, You know, (laughs) 
and and just run 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 to that confidence course a two week you know maybe mm-hmm. a two week uh, baby grunt school or something teaching the very basics and very decent I always had papers course. that they signed when they came to my place always and made sure that they were fully liable for themselves so anyways well listen um, I really appreciate y'all calling this has been a great show I've really enjoyed it I. Really disappointed that Patty didn't come call in because this was her story, and I wanted her to break it. But something must have came up, and uh, I just don't want to say too much about her personal life. But we're thinking about you, and we love you if you're listening. And we do want you to come from New York to Texas and be safe. So don't listen to Gunny if you're listening, Patty. Okay, we know we want you safe. All right, we're just bitter because I'm just bitter because right. the solar panels. So, anyways, before we go. I wanted to, again, let all of our listeners know that uh, Joseph, our guest, is with Wolverine's Freedom Radio, and you can find him and my show, Wolfpack PAQ Radio, on iHeartRadio, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, iTunes. I don't know if it's free on iTunes, but it's free on everything else. Google Podcasts and many more. So I feel like we've arrived now that I finally... I'm getting the audience that I always wanted to get. So thank you for your and listeners, for you listeners, and call in if you want to. I noticed some people did call in on the switchboard, and I, I didn't answer, but I should have. Sorry, guys. And, and y'all can catch me on uh, .com, uh, uh and uh, bring, you, bring you humidifier, and uh, we'll work out all the <laughs> problems. <laughs> Right, right, right. All right. Well, mm-hmm. thank you for having me on here, Ian. And uh, do enjoy thank that. You so much, Get a break from our show every, every now and then and stuff. So, but uh, anyhow, tune in Monday on my show. So I'm gonna have a. Uh, I called in one day, day but I missed it. <laughs> yeah, about one minute. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna have some cowboy updates and everything. So, but uh, all right. All right. Well, thank you all. Right. Be safe after Russell. <laughs> if you want to set up an interview with me, I'm doing an interview uh, the 22nd with uh, Global Watchman News, which is a really big show hosted by Lori Swan and also out of – I think it's out of Europe, too. And she's uh, She's got quite a following. She's, she's got a huge fan base, even though they keep deleting all her stuff. Bless her heart. So uh, Global Watchman, that's on YouTube, and uh, if y'all want to set up an interview with me after the Disney show uh, comes out, then just set it up with me, and I'll do that and give you an exclusive. So I gave y'all kind of an exclusive. All right. So we have one minute and 23 seconds left. Uh, If my mom's listening, I love you. All right. Well, good night, everybody. United America, keep the powder dry, and we will catch y'all guys next week. Good night. Love y'all. This was irregular warfare at its finest. We have an army of digital soldiers.
You can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 